Welcome to Big SEC Guys. I'm your host, Daniel Poppy Southers, and this is my co-host, Tucker, the damn good dog, Compton. We are the Big SEC Guys. They're the Big SEC Guys. We're excited to welcome this week's special guest, Jack, the Dr. Davis. Tuck, let me tell you, this week we've got special guest, Jack, Dr. T. Davis. I'm pumped for this one, Tuck. Jack, welcome to the pod. Excited to have you on. Guys, it is an honor and a privilege to be here. I can't wait to uh, talk shop, if you will. Uh, we got a lot to get into. SEC, baby, we're back. We are back. Yeah, Dan, we were, we were sitting here thinking through all of our Alabama fans and, and for all of you Alabama fans that are our friends that didn't get picked first. Um, we're hoping Jack can can pull the weight for the rest of y'all because unfortunately we do have a lot of Alabama fan friends. And I, oh, yeah. I don't really know how that's happened, but – <laughs> Probably had something to do with y'all's tear of national championships being around the time we went to college. And so uh, a lot of people went there. So that is true. Yep. Yep. I thought that was important too. I want to mention, you know, not just a fan, I, you know, for all the listeners out there, I am an alum of the, what they're calling the uh, Harvard of the South uh, University of Alabama. So yes, thank you. The Harvard of Tuscaloosa. Love it. Uh, (laughs) They might be the Harvard of Alabama. You know, getting a little (laughs) crap. Maybe. And the wonderful thing thing about you saying this is uh, you have a family member who went to Alabama. So I love the call out. Yes, including my little brother. Family and friends. uh, Who went to Alabama. Who cool. I love you. Um, But, you know, as most Alabama fans, I didn't really trust you to know six – players on the team so we went with jack so i, I know he knows a little bit he, he's, he's a better follower love it <laughs> you're gonna hear us refer to jack as the doctor and that's because he's a doctor of building specialty homes this guy builds the most <laughs> magnificent houses you've ever seen in places like palmetto bluff uh and he's a scratch golfer so scratch golfer oh. home builder he's a big sec guy so he's part of this jack we're pumped to have you on you're, you're gassing me up you know, uh, Poppy, and I and I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, hopefully got some good insight. I've been following along, so let's just uh, let's see what we have. Love it. Week two, let's dive in. Uh, for the listeners who've listened to our week one review, the week one was a bit of a bust for the SEC, but we're excited about week two. Tuck, Doc, let's start with my personal game of the week, and that's my Vanderbilt Commodores versus Wake Forest. Tuck, give me your thoughts. I mean, what a hot start. Um, <laughs> not where I thought we were going, but, you know, Dan, you lead the way, I just follow you. Um, Vandy <laughs> versus Wake. It's um, going to be uh, probably not a great game, <laughs> to be honest. I I was looking back uh, at last week between Vandy and Wake, and as much as, you know, we were hyping up our boys over at Vandy, um, I mean, we had, we had the over on them. We were just going big on AJ Swan all, all year. And, and I, I'm, I'm finally kind of cooling off. I, I think Vandy is two weeks in kind of showing us what they are and, and they're kind of a little bit of a typical Vandy, which I hate to say out loud. I, I thought we were getting a big leap forward and I, I don't know if we actually are. Um, and Wake was pretty good last week. Um, Wake started off with a lot of three and outs on defense, which I thought was kind of surprising from a Wake Forest team. Um, and so honestly, one of my picks this week is actually Wake Forest plus 10. Mm. Tuck, I like it. I uh, I couldn't disagree more, but I like your take. Uh, I'm a Commodore guy. The more I watch Vanderbilt, the more I like them. I will I will say I I thought AJ Swan took a step back last week against Alabama. 
A&M, of course, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a comfortable win by Vandy. I love Jaden McGowan. That's one, of, that's one of my guys. I think Vanderbilt's good. I think they continue to get better defensively. I think A.J. Swans, he, one step backwards, one step forward. I think he takes a step forward. You know me. Vandy's over-under was three and a half. I think they win the first four games this year. Vandy's getting 10 points. Give me the doors. Anchor down. Give me the for, Commodores. Anchor down. Anchor Forgive down. me yeah. if I'm wrong, Dan, but in the first podcast where we did the over-unders and we were talking about Vandy over three and a half, I believe you said that they were going to win their first four games. So I don't think you can really come off of this one with, with the hot take here. So I, I appreciate you sticking to your guns despite Vandy not really showing well, us anything these first two weeks. Well, you know, I, I'm going to agree with you, Bob. I'm going to agree with you, Bob. I'm, I'm anchored down right now. Um, you know, I lived in Nashville. I was right next to the school. Um, you know, granted, absolute power move completing the construction of their stadium about 48 hours before their first game this year, uh, which we which we love to see. But, um, you know, listen, they're competing to be the best team in the East. As of now, they are. They're the best team in the East. Uh, no one can doubt that uh, until they prove us wrong. <laughs> you know, so uh, can they go 3-0? You know, like you said, Daniel, I was going to mention that. Their defense looked good, um, you know, for Vandy. I guess I have to preface that, but. Um, you know, pretty impressive start to the season. Feel like they're, you know, their spirits are high, way better than last year. So, you know, it can only go up. But uh, yeah, I'm taking Vandy in that one, uh, in that one too, Bob. Love it. There we go. Two votes for the Commodores. One vote for Wake Forest, Tuck. You're on an <laughs> island, but you were, uh, you were hot last week, so it's a good island to be on. It's true. It's true. Yeah. If we want to rehash real quick and show how I was four and one last week. Um, you know, we're hoping to keep that ball rolling. Love it. Crystal Ball Compton trending on Twitter, trending on Elite Two, trending <laughs> in the podcast sphere. I love it. I feel good about that. Do we want to uh, – honestly, I'm, I'm looking at a list of games, and it's by time. So I love it. Next game, noon game. Tuck, I want to hear from you here. Give us the rundown. This one doesn't feel like it's going to be close. Ball State, Georgia, and Athens. Mm. Ball State, Georgia, good old noonday game in Sanford. Um, all the families will be out. It'll be a good, fun game. Uh, and last week, I feel like we came out slow, and, and Bobo got a lot of flat. Um, the the doomsday dogs, as we call them, we uh, they were out in full force, and they they were hating on Bobo and and saying that. Our offense is going to be terrible and blah, 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 even though, you know, we won by 41 or whatever points. Um, I think he kind of puts those rumors, those issues to bed. Uh, truthfully, one of my other bets this week is UGA minus 42 points over Ball State. <laughs> I do think Ball State is low-key decent. Um, I mean, they they kind of held Kentucky in check. Uh the Devin Leary did not look good against this team. So I'm really hoping that we can take that next step forward. Carson Beck looks really good. We kind of put this thing to bed and, and Brock Vandegrift and, and the backup quarterbacks come in and finish the drill. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping we also get another sh a good shutout. That was something that we messed up last week as a Georgia team at the end of the game. And, and if we shut them out, there's no reason we shouldn't put up, you know, 42 to 49 points and, and cover this thing 42. That That is honestly my biggest luck of the week. That That's what, uh, one thing I feel most confident in. I like that yeah, too, Tuck. Give uh, me a... That's, 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 that's 42 first quarter probably, so. Love that. Give me a – I'm with you there. Give me Georgia minus 42. Um that's just too much talent on this Georgia team. Carson Beck has looked fine. Not great, but not bad. Uh, I'm interested to see the running back room. I want to see a little more from Kendall Milton and Roger Robinson. So I'm excited about that this week. I think yeah. those two guys are going to feast. I don't think Ball State's going to have an answer for Georgia's offensive line plus the stable of running backs. 
it's going to be business as usual with Brock Bowers. I'm thinking, you know, seven for a hundred yards and a touchdown or two, probably in the first half. And then, you know what I'm excited about? I'm about, I'm excited about seeing one of my guys, one of Poppy's guys, Gunnar Stockton, baby. <laughs> Can't wait to see him in the blowout. I think Gunnar Stockton's better than Brock Vandergriff personally. So excited to watch those two guys duke it out once all the starters are out. But yeah, give me Georgia. I'm going to call my shot. Give me Georgia 52 nothing on Saturday. I like it. I like it. I'm right there with you. You know, hopefully everybody gets out to a hot start. Uh, and they're just, I mean, it's, you know, we all know what's happening. So it's going to be a big one. I'm taking Georgia to cover as well. Should be an easy lock. I do love, I love these games where we talk about it and all three of us are like, well, we all know what's going to happen. Georgia's yeah, going to win by a lot. And you know, until Ball we get State, to the meat and potatoes, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Ball State is going to, uh, they're going to look like a, a bad high school team, is my predict, prediction against Georgia, the juggernaut. So the Georgia train keeps rolling. I love it. Let's talk a little in-state rivalry, 3 p.m. game, 3 p.m. game, ESPN Plus, SEC Network Plus, Eastern Kentucky against their rivals, Kentucky. That's a good one. I mean, you know, it's Kentucky's probably got one of the easier, you know, starts to the season. Their first four games, you kind of look at it from from kind of the SEC lens, if you will, and you're like, gosh, you know, they, they should just be a pretty easy 4-0. Um, you know, to me, it's all about quarterback play, just just trying to, you know, recover uh, from last year and, you know, really just making plays down the field. I think it's an easy an easy win for, for Kentucky. Unfortunately, I think it might be close, you know, to start, but I bet they pull away. This this isn't one I'm too worried about. I'm taking Kentucky on this one. Doctor, you nailed it. I'm right there with you. I, I don't think there's a line on this game, so it's going to be hard to bet. No, uh, I've got Kentucky winning this one comfortably. Eastern Kentucky is really, really bad. I think Kentucky's pretty good. Devin Leary did not look great last week against Ball State, which you mentioned. Yeah, Tuck, true. But I think he's – I think he's a dog. I think he's good. I love the running back, Ray Davis. That guy's got some juice. He's got some heat. And then Dane Key is one of my favorite receivers. I think he's one of the best receivers in the SEC that nobody talks about. We're going to need to do a receiver ranking because I'm watching the SEC week one. I'm thinking there are some studs at the wide receiver position. I mean, there are some absolute dogs, and Dane Key is one of them. So I think I've got Kentucky winning pretty comfortably. Um, defensively, look out for – Trevin Wallace, I think he's one of the better defensive players in the SEC East, maybe the SEC overall. So I think they roll Eastern Kentucky. This is going to be a blowout and uh, a pretty good warm-up game for Kentucky. Dan, I think we all know why you want to do wide receiver rankings, and it's just because you want to put a South Carolina guy at the top of a list. I, I get it. I understand. <laughs> Tuck, maybe, maybe Juice one Wells is good and all, but what know, about Xavier we'll play a game. Maybe, I, maybe one and two. Maybe one yeah, and two at well, South Carolina. We, we know where your rankings are going. Oh, oh boy. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. But, no, I, I mean, look, this game doesn't have a line, um, but – I think every Kentucky fan and every SEC fan wants to see how Devin Leary plays in this game. Um, he did not look good against Ball State, and all all things considered. And it was kind of bizarre. There was another big storyline that came out of that Kentucky game with everyone getting hurt uh, because they got a new turf field, um, and they had a lot of injuries. <laughs> that came out of that game. So for Kentucky, I, I don't think they're looking for much out of this game more than their players getting back on the field and getting healthy. Um, and, and so, you know, that, I think that's what we all are hoping for. And that Devin Leary, I mean, I, th I think we all had Devin Leary in our top half of SEC quarterbacks when, when we were ranking them early in the year. Oh yeah. Um, and I kind of, I, I kind of bumped him up even higher than that, just based off of everything I kept reading. Um, but he, you know, he's been a little bit of a disappointment so far. So I, I want to see them against some real competition. Obviously, that's not happening this week. But, you know, if he can just tear up a, a bad team, I, I think that's going to make Kentucky fans happy moving forward. I'm with you. I like yeah. Mark Stoops. I think Mark Stoops the man. He's going to want to 
He's going to want to pummel Eastern Kentucky and make a statement. He's going to let he's going to want to let people know Kentucky's here to play this year. They're here to they're here to compete for that coveted second place spot in the East that doesn't mean anything, but they're uh, they're pumped to compete for it. I it's like wide it. open right now. It's wide open. Actually, Tennessee's got it pretty locked down from the yeah, list, but yeah, Tennessee maybe third good. third place in the East. Oh yeah, I mean Florida and South Carolina are both terrible. So that third that third spot's looking pretty good for Kentucky. <laughs> pretty, pretty good, right looking now. pretty prime right now. Oh man, I came in thinking the East was on par with the West this year, and it is not no, looking great out of the gate. I thought the same thing, Tuck. I was like, man, you know, it's actually kind of nice having some some you know equal East and West here, but it's been kind of a letdown so far. Hopefully yeah, it turns around. That that UGA slate is looking worse and worse. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> Tuck, I'll tell you, it, I, I'm with you too. I thought the East was on par with the West, which is just absolutely not the case after one week. Uh, but it's good. We, we can't just continue to be right about everything. We need to be wrong a few times a show. So it's good that we'll, we'll be wrong once or twice a show. I that's, that's right. Important. All right. This is a big one. ESPN two, three thirty, new Orleans, Louisiana, Ole Miss going to the Green Wave, playing Tulane. Fun fact for the listeners: Did you know Tulane has actually won more SEC championships than South Carolina? That's just dang, dang! Wow. You beat me to my <laughs> fact of the oh, week. Oh, was that your fact of the week? Let me hear what was your fact of the week. I, I like you hopping on it before I can tell Love the it. group. Love it. Um, but I, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little. Look, Ole Miss looked really good in that that first week. I. But Tulane is really good too, and these are two similar teams. I, I, I am just curious to see what happens. You know, I, I am not betting on this thing. I really don't know much about it. I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss just beat Tulane by thirty-five points, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Tulane, you know, won this thing by fourteen points. Um, I these are two teams that we really just have been, I, I personally, I've been waiting for this game to see how it looks, uh, how, how it plays out. Cause I think it's going to tell us a lot, especially about the sec West moving forward this year. Uh, yeah. But I, I mean, we're Ole Miss fans are coming out of last week thinking, con, uh, thinking they've got a Heisman contender over there. They got, Trey Harris, who put up four touchdowns. Jackson Dart's the best quarterback in the SEC. I mean, we're hearing all this kind of stuff. Um, but, I, you know, we'll, we'll really know when, when Tulane comes to town. And, and Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm kind of second everything you said. This is a game I'm looking forward to. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's a, a, a top 20, you know, 25 matchup here, so – uh, you know, my, my big takeaways about this, you know, obviously Ole Miss just went just nuts, put up 72 last week or something, you know, so, but, but what I want to see more is, is Quinshawn Judkins, who's, who's Ole Miss's running back. I mean, he is, he, there are some people that have him as, as, as a Heisman candidate, dare I say the H word. Um, but they just need to feed him the ball more than week one. Uh, you know, they really, I feel like didn't utilize him obviously because they could just throw it all over the yard. So it's going to be nice. Um, you know, heading there, uh, you know, giving him the ball, seeing if we can't make something happen on the on the run game. You know, uh, Willie Fritz, Tulane coach, great coach, doing it a long time. My big thing too that 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 kind of sneaky under the radar is 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 New Orleans is a wild place. You know, I mean, it, it's you know limiting those distractions, if you will, I guess for for a rowdy old Miss team coming in there. But uh, you know, yeah, like you said, I think of Jackson Dart, who's just like on fire. If he can just keep Tulane honest with the deep threats. Uh, prove himself here, you know, with a ranked, you know, quote for now, uh, team on the road. I think that'd be, uh, I think that'd be awesome for him. Uh, but yeah, I definitely am looking forward to watching Ole Miss run the ball a little more this week and, um, and just kind of, I, I, I'm with you, Tuck. I'm not touching this one. I could, like you said, I could see, two, uh, you know, Ole Miss just blowing them out or I could see a nail biter all the way to the last play of the game. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be a good one, though. I'm excited for this one. Doctor, you're on fire right now. This game's just scares the hell out of me. I mean, I have we have we forgotten about last year? Tulane beat Southern Cal. True. In the Cotton True. Bowl. They yep. beat yep. the Heisman man real. himself in the Cotton Bowl. Their yep. defense last year was awesome. Their t- defensive coordinators, Chris Hampton, who 
actually played at South Carolina, was a cornerback, and now he's their defensive coordinator, and he's one of the best young defensive coordinators in college football. My, you know, I'm an SEC guy, obviously, so my heart's telling me Ole Miss if I had to choose, but <laughs> it's that's a stay-away game for me. Ole Miss just beat the crap out of my Mercer Bears. I think you're right, Doc. I think it was, you know, 73 to 7 maybe. Uh, Jackson Dart looks great. Uh, shout out Ole Miss golf team alum, Joe Lewis. I was playing golf with him a few weekends ago, and he told me Jackson Dart's going to be really, really good this year, and so far he's right. Jackson Dart looked awesome. Quinshot Judkins is the star of the show. I mean, he's – you can make an argument he's the best or second best running back in all of college football. So, Doctor, I, I think you're exactly right. He needs more touches. He needs – he's give one of those guys rock. that Feed should get – yeah. yeah, give him 25 carries. Give him 25 carries yeah. for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Like, that's what he needs. And then the receiver combat, Tuck, you mentioned it. Trey Harris is a stud. I think Jordan Watkins is a stud too, the transfer from Louisville. So, they've, they've got some real firepower on offense. I – we're not. We're going to find out what they have on defense. You can't really tell from Mercer. Sorry, sorry, Mercer, but that's not a that's not a fair game to judge their defense. But that Ole Miss offense looks good, and I mean, Wayne Kiffin's an offensive genius. So I think I think Ole Miss looks really good. I I don't know if I've got them covering the spread, but I think they win this football game. So I'm excited yeah, for this. At one. the very least, it's fun to watch Lane Kiffin just just you know do his thing over there. Yeah, you oh, know yeah. Lane Kiffin's not kicking field goals, so you might as well no. take. No. You might no. as well take always minus a, seven. Always a good game. Always entertaining. <laughs> He's game. going for it on every fourth down every 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 time he gets a chance. I like it, and that's the in my opinion, this is the second best game of the week behind Alabama Texas. I mean, those are the. Those are my two SEC games to watch: Ole Miss, Tulane, and Alabama, Texas. That's going to be a lot of fun. And now, time for a quick commercial break. This podcast is not sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Secure the win every game day with Dr. Pepper. Want to win big all season long? Get your game face on, sign up, or log in to Pepper Perks and reward yourself with college football perks to fuel your fandom. Listeners, I don't know if you know this about me, but I received my doctorate in SEC football. So you can call me Dr. Poppy. And if you see me on game day, you know, I'll be drinking a Dr. Pepper. I love those 23 authentic blend of flavors. All right, let's keep it moving. This is another, this might be my third. Third choice for best yeah, game Yeah, this week. is my second here. I'm excited for this one. I like it. The ABC game in Miami, Texas A&M at Miami. Doc, kick us off. Yeah, I mean, listen, the bottom line to me, this is a must win for Texas A&M. You know, coming off just the, uh, a, a disappointing season is an understatement. Um, you know, going, going to Miami, obviously storied program, got to come out of there. Um, you know, with a win, you got Bobby Paterno, you know, offensive coordinator there now saying, you know, I, I was reading an article and fans are saying they're all, they could already see the difference in the offense through one game. You know, I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, I'm interested to see how they kind of work together. Um, you know, ultimately for me, you know, and going to be able to put up, put up points, you know, obviously, um, you know, but, but Miami had 250 yards on the ground and 250 yards to the air just about last week. So, you know, pretty well balanced all around. The big question is just can AM's defense, you know, hold up front? Uh, Miami's got a lot of depth in the running back room, you know, so, so, you know, th- they've got a lot of uh, weapons, uh, but, you know, being at Miami going to be very hostile. Um, you know, this feels like a real big SEC, ACC game to me. Uh, you know, with with Jimbo Fisher, kind of just you know, I feel like he's got something to prove here. He's got he's got to go out and and, and win some football games uh, convincingly. Uh, you know, even if it is early. So this is going to be a great one. Uh, I think it's going to be you know a, a battle. Um, I got Texas A and M covering uh, minus three. Or Chuck, what did you have him at? Did you have him have him less than that? I, I'll take three if you got that. <laughs> I, got, I got, I got, my lines got, I got them at, at, at minus three. I'm taking Texas A&M here. Uh, I think they roll out of Miami with a win, but, but again, you know, defense has got to show up, stop that run, stop that pass. And then they got, they just got to work it on offense. They just got to do it. So 
Bobby Paterno or Petrino, let's let's get it going. I I agree with ninety five percent of what you just said there. Um, Talk to me. The five percent I don't agree with was that Miami is going to be a hostile environment. <laughs> I oh, saw okay. I saw today that they were literally giving out. They're saying, "Hey, if you come and buy a tech ticket to this game, then you get a ticket to the Georgia Tech game." Here in the future, <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing. They're just they're, doing buy one get one. They're doing bogos right now. They're doing bogos like, oh for, for <laughs> okay. ACC right, tickets. Those, oh my gosh! I don't get why Miami. I mean, the name brand and the city and outside of Miami, it seems like Miami is this huge thing. And then you get in there, and, and then no one cares yeah. about the damn game. Well, I, I don't well, understand you know, the, it. And, and, and the the Dolphins are kind of on, you know, trending up. It's like football should be hyped, you know, in Miami. I know it's Miami an NFL city. Bit, Maybe yeah. it's just an NFL yeah. city. But it's I mean, like, I guess, right. who doesn't love throwing up the U and, and throwing on some Miami colors? I, I mean, I, I just, it, but I look, I, I agree with pretty much everything else you said there. I, I, Miami looked good last week against Miami of Ohio. I, Tyler Van Dyke didn't have a great game, truthfully. Uh, looking back on it, he only had a 55.9 QBR, uh, 200 yards, and what, one touchdown, one pick. It, it, against the Miami of Ohio team, you, you would hope you'd do a little bit better than that. But I, like, I'm, I'm not weighing too much on the what week one games against the subpar opponents. Uh, Texas right. A&M. The big thing for Texas A&M is we, look that they have played to their opponent's level time and time and time again. True. It feels like and, and last week they finally didn't. Um, they they put a bad team to bed early and, and just pummeled them. Connor Wagner looked like a stud. Um, and, and I don't know if it's the new offensive coordinator. Um, I don't know if it's just a new attitude. But there has just seemed to be this quiet confidence about Texas A&M brewing um, all offseason where we just haven't heard as much from them as we typically do. Uh, and, and the fact that they did put that bad team to bed last week, uh, who they played? New Mexico just beat them 52-10. to yep. 10. And I, I, They scored touchdowns on their first five drives. I mean, Connor Lyman, they, they pretty much just put them to bed and then put it on cruise control. Um, I, I don't want to say I believe in this Texas A&M team, but you know, if they pick it up and, and play top notch, um, offense and defense against got, Miami, I, they're, they're they more talented. The they yeah. got the players. Exactly. You know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it's there. It's just like, come on. Yeah. So I look, I, I'm betting on it. Um, and I, I thought I would wait till later in the year to bet on AM, but I'm feeling pretty confident about AM over Miami at uh, three or f- I, I had it at four and a half. Um, but I, I, I've got them winning this game, you know, by a touchdown comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. I'd take that too. Tuck, I'm with you. I've got Texas AM minus four and a half as well. And, and Doc, I think you're absolutely right. I, this game's just going to be mean more to Texas A&M. It's going to be more important. This is this feels almost like a, a must win for Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. It's just crazy to say. Connor Weidman looked great um, last week. They played New Mexico, who's terrible, but he still looked great. So I was impressed with him. I know we were joking about my wide receiver rankings. Right now, if you had to say, like, rank the SEC wide receivers – I think Evan Stewart on Texas A&M might be my number one wide receiver. Yeah, he's a stud. I mean, he, yeah, he is he's a good. stud. He is incredible. Uh, I was watching a little bit of that game, literally j- pretty much just to watch Wagman and Evan Stewart, and those two were locked in. They were locked in together. So I like Texas A&M here. I think their defense looked really good, especially their front seven. I think they're going to – I think they're going to take away that Miami rushing attack, make Tyler Van Dyke pass it, and he—we all know—he's not a great passer. So, give me, give me Texas A&M minus four and a half. Uh, I, like I think it. they roll. Like I'm hesitant to say, you know, I've been beating this drum of like, oh, the SEC is just better than the ACC. 
and that just didn't oh. come through week one, but week two, give me the SEC yeah, we, teams. We, we, yeah, SEC we, we, need, we need the Aggies to win as, a, as, a, as an SEC uh, you know, yeah. collective. So just think a little more pressure on their shoulders, please. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need redemption via Texas A&M. Um, and the last thing I'll say is huge shout out to whoever's scheduling the games for Miami. Miami scheduling Miami of Ohio, I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Miami versus Miami, week one, battle the Miamis. Did you see that. that rat guy that came out with the rat video of the better Miami or whatever it was? No, tell us more. It was horrendous, but also hilarious. I mean, it was just, you know, good old-fashioned YouTube content, but just some, you know, piece of trash Miami guy just coming out with a just terrible rap song about uh, Miami – the you being the real Miami. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just just oh, look it up on YouTube. It, it, <laughs> you'll crack up. I, I, I honestly, I couldn't finish it. It was, it was that bad, but it was hilarious. It went viral for about 30 seconds. So, you know, <laughs> good for that guy on that front. We're going to have to put this on the Instagram talk. I love it. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's start. I'm just for the sake of time. Let's start speed running this. We've hit some of the good games. So uh, the next two, let's run through these quickly. Kent State, Arkansas, and Austin P. Tennessee. Uh, these are both warm-up games. Uh, Arkansas is going to beat Kent State by a whole lot. Tennessee is going to beat Austin P. by maybe 70, 80, 90 points. Anything yep. either of you guys are looking for in those two games? I mean, for, for me, for Arkansas, it's KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders. Like, how, how do they look? I think Arkansas is going to live and die by those two. And Tennessee, I once again, I'm excited to watch Joe Milton again. And then I'm excited to see Nico Iamalieva. Can't wait to watch him uh, <laughs> in the garbage time. I, I love watching those two, so I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen for, you know, Arkansas, Kent State for me, like, you know, again, we know Arkansas is going to win. My, my only note on Arkansas and, and, and it's more so just as a whole for the season moving forward, uh, you know, and I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, Poppy, I'm going to drop a Jack's fun facts on you here. Okay. Uh, you know, our Arkansas gave up the most all purpose yards in the SEC last year on average with 465 a game. So, you know, as they move forward, wow. you got to hope that their defense surges a little bit. You know, apparently they're looking much better. Linebacker room's getting deeper. They've kind of changed their style of off uh, or sorry of defense. Um, you know, so just moving forward. You know, obviously this is a win for Arkansas. Great, great game. But you know, I want to see that defense kind of start to blossom, if you will, because you know, like I said last year, worst in the SEC, and, and that's just not going to do it. So. Uh, and then Tennessee, Austin P, in-state rivalry. Austin P is, you know, they got a good, like, golf team, I think. But, you know, other than that, <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, you know, it, that's just going to be an absolute slaughter. But, uh, you know, still fun to watch a, a good uh, team in Tennessee. And uh, and then for us, you know, Tuck is just kind of seeing seeing what, you know, what we might be facing down the road. So, um, I know um, not so much for you, Dan, since you guys beat him last year. I know, I know. But, you know, maybe uh, for the rest of us. Yeah, I, I don't have much like to add here. But, um, I, I mean, the two things I'll be like if I were a fan of these two teams. Uh, Tennessee, I just want to see their wide receivers kind of get open and catch the ball. Uh, I, you know, I, they didn't look great last game. Um, I, I think they've got time to make that step forward, and, and they hopefully will. Arkansas, Rocket Sanders did not look great last game he uh, I think he, no. yeah he ended up with like 40 yards or something that I, yep. I, I'll, if i'm an arkansas fan i want to see him with 25 carries for 170 yards and then four touchdowns you know yeah, and if your nickname's rocket i mean like let's be honest just give that man the football <laughs> well, if and, you're going to claim to be the best running back in the sec too, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah right right if your, nickname, if your nickname's rocket don't have 40 yards against a terrible Western Carolina team, right? Well, it'd be like, one thing if they on. gave him the ball three times and he had 40 yards and then oh, he had they 15 him carries. But yeah. no, he, they were trying to give it to him and he just, he, I, you know, I, I do think Western Carolina kind of stacked the box last week and dared KJ to throw it, which he did. Um, but, you know, it, as an Arkansas fan, that's what I want to see. I want to see my boy Rocket taken off. All right, folks, yeah. moment 
we've all been waiting for. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, boy. Doctor, lead us in Alabama, Texas. Give us your thoughts. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, there's obviously a lot to unpack here. Uh, you know, almost feels like a like a rivalry, uh, you know, a long-time rivalry, even though it almost seems you know, more recent. So I was at the game last year uh, in Austin. It was about 175 degrees in that stadium. But, uh, you know, as everybody knows, we snuck away with a win there. Absolute awesome atmosphere. Um, but But that's not what I think is driving this game for us. Um, you know, we have kind of a collective chip on their shoulder, uh, you know, for, for Alabama. Uh, it's pretty obvious. And then coming into the year, the question has just been, oh, quarterback, 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 quarterback. You got all these options. It's a four-man competition, essentially. That's including a, you know, true freshman. But, you know, the, the, the way I see it is, is you know, we watched that first game. And, yes, it's, you know, middle Tennessee. But, uh, you know, Milrow had, had, had two rushing touchdowns, three passing uh, you know, set a record, which is kind of crazy to think about. If you think about some of the quarterbacks that have come out of Alabama as of late um, that have the kind of dual, uh, you know, purpose with passing and running, um, you know, so so he's doing a lot of really good things. And, and, and everyone's big issue with Milrow, as they say, he's, you know, the most athletic guy on the field, but he can't throw the ball. Well, two of his three touchdowns last week were over 40 yards. And, and you know, I don't care who you're playing. That's, that's stepping in the pocket and making a throw downfield, uh, you know, both, you know, which were – Beautiful throws, you know, led the receiver, caught him in stride. It looked great. So, you know, I'm excited for Milrose. I think his upside is huge. Um, you know, it's obviously a home game. We have a home, a, a tough home slate this this uh, year with LSU, Tennessee, Texas. So, we want to start that home uh, that home run off. We got the longest streak right now in the SEC. Home victories are 20 in a row. Want to keep it going. Um, for me, though, just kind of diving down or peeling a couple more layers, uh, you know, back is going to be the penalties. You know, we have – we were so penalized last year. We were one of the most, you know, uh, 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 penalized teams, you know, in the SEC, I felt like. Um, so limiting those is really going to be a big thing for us. Kind of a sneaky advantage, too, I think, that a lot of people aren't thinking about is, is, is we got the kicker returning, Will Riker. Uh, You know, this guy will be kicking on Sundays, and – um, I'm really glad we got him at home, uh, you know, kicking for us. He, he is an absolute staple uh, in our special teams. Uh, so, I'm, you know, I think he could possibly play a big role if they keep this game close. Having said that, I'm taking Bam at minus seven. I think, I think we, we, we cover. Uh, we get him by ten uh, or so. But, um, you know, listen, new O-line, uh, you know, has a new identity. You know, those guys are talking a lot about being, you know, much more ferocious um, you know, they're huge. You know, our O-line uh, is averaging 6'5", 327. Uh, and, and that is – those, yeah, those are some, are some large big, men Those are some front. big boys. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it, it's number four, uh, you know, uh, uh, nationally. Um, so, you know, we're, 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 we're stacked up front. Tommy Reese has been great, um, you know, so far from what I've seen. And, and, and not just the first game, but in – you know, uh, spring game uh, and, and everything in, in camps and everything we've seen. It, it sounds like he's going to be a really good asset. Um, you know, everybody gave us, you know, a whole bunch of flack for not going after Garrett Riley. Uh, and and I'm telling you right now, I mean, I know hindsight's 2020, but I'm, I'm kind of glad we didn't end up going that route uh, after what we saw this past week, or I guess on Monday. Um, but, yeah, man, you know, I, I, I'm just – I'm excited to see Milrow kind of kind of step in. He's got a little bit of experience having stepped in last year on some games, but, you know, he's clearly developed as a passer. It's obvious that he can run the ball anywhere he wants. I mean, he's essentially Michael Vick 2.0. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a knockout drag out. I mean, everyone and their mother is going to be there uh, on the broadcast side. And, uh, you know, you can guarantee on a, on a packed house at Bryant-Denny, 102,000 people screaming. So I am excited. Uh, you know, we um, – I think, uh, you know, and, and Nick Saban, we trust, obviously, you're going to have a good game plan together. But, you know, having Sark previously just be here is a little, you know, he, he knows how it goes. So he, he understands kind of how we operate. So, you know, we'll see what he draws up for their game plan. But I feel good about it, taking Alabama to cover. Tuck, what do you got? I'll let Dan tee off first because I think he's in line with you here. I'm in okay. line. Dan, support I'm, me. I'm what, excited. What, tell me what I said wrong. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm excited to see J Jalen Milrow play a full game. I, I loved what I saw 
week one. Uh, he was running. He was gunning. I was impressed. I thought this guy looks like a a super athlete. I I actually thought I was I, I was really impressed with his arm talent. He had a lot more arm talent than I realized. We knew he had the legs, the dual threat capabilities, but he looked good as a passer. He looked great as a runner. I do want to see more out of Jason McClellan. Um, that that was supposed to be the star of the show for this Alabama rushing attack, and he's mm-hmm. he looked more or less not great outside of one or two big runs. Um, but this is an Alabama team. This is exactly what I, I was telling Tuck in one of our early episodes for the folks that have, have listened. Um, this is going to be a smash mouth, run the ball and play defense Alabama team. And I'm pumped to watch that against Texas. They're going to try to run it down their throats. They're going to play good defense. I think this is an Alabama team that's going to average like 35, 40 carries a game. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a run the ball, run the show, old school Nick Saban Alabama team. I like Alabama covering the spread at home. I think it's right at seven. Uh, give me Bam over Texas. I don't think Texas looked that. I don't think Texas looked that great last week against Rice. Tuck, I know. I I think I texted you about this. I was laughing out loud when. <laughs> Uh, Rice comes up and the quarterback's JT Daniels. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? What is this guy doing <laughs> yeah, starting for Rice? Go get a, jo- go get a real job. Uh, know, J- yeah. JT go, go was a receiver for a little bit. Until, yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, why is that guy not selling? Why is that guy not just... selling insurance already? Like, get out of here, <laughs> yeah, JT Daniels. Yeah. Stop playing. Hey, Stop playing Dan, quarterback. You got to be good looking to sell insurance. You know? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but look, at the end of the day, did Texas look bad last week against Rice? Yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, they beat them 37 to 10, like not a good runaway game that they looked pretty subpar. Did Alabama look great? I think they kind of did, you know, I, I think they're getting a little bit more credit than they deserve last week. Um, and that. That game, I rewatched it and was expecting it to be, you know, just based on the media reaction because because I, I wasn't watching it in real time. So I, I was reading the articles and everything beforehand and just saw Alabama looks unbelievable. Jalen Milrow looks unbelievable. They are the best team in the SEC, this, that, and the other. And then I went back and I rewatched it, and I get to three minutes left in the first half, and – they're only up 14, nothing. And it was because they missed a field goal. Who did y'all play last week? Uh, MTSU. Yeah. MTSU missed a field goal after getting down to first and goal on like the seven yard line. Um, solid defense. And then y'all, you know, look, I'm not going to say y'all look bad by any means, but Jalen Milrow's big passes came when he had about six seconds in the pocket and he just sat back there, what through about four receivers the whole time, got everyone had time to develop, get downfield and hit them. Texas's front seven is really good. I Milrow's not going to have that kind of time. Um, and I, I saw him doing a lot of looking at a receiver. And then if pressure came, he kind of panics and runs. Um, and so I just, I, they could win but, this but, you game. Know, that's, that's the, that's the beauty of it though. I mean, you know, we, look at the bad snap, you know, to Jalen Milrow, ball didn't get more than six inches off the ground and but he look grabs at, that ball, scrambles for a touchdown. Look, you know I mean? look that's, at that's, the that's, bad that's, that's snap against MTSU. Did you see that D tackle trying to get to him? He was the <laughs> slowest human in America. I, I can guarantee well, versus, you. Versus versus the most most athletic guy on the field. I mean, yeah, it's going to look like you know. Uh, I'm just saying. Sell. I think Texas's front. Uh, I mean, if that is your Heisman moment, and I said it when Caleb Williams did it week zero uh, on this podcast when, when he had that fumble pick up throw hail mary for an 80 yard touchdown. Is it's it's great when you're playing a crappy opponent but when your center snaps it on the ground and you are turning around i mean in reality if you're playing any good team any sec opponent or you know in this case texas i don't think you get away with that i mean i think that's a right. that's a 10 yard loss uh, yep. at best yep. Yep. 
Um, Makes it harder. Yep. So, you know, I am not fully bought into the Alabama. I think this line, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I do think Alabama will probably win this game. But last year, you know, the, the closest thing we got to a comparison, they barely won. They won by one point. And it was because Texas's quarterback went out early. Um, he's back. I think Texas has gotten better. I think Alabama has stayed about the same. I just – I'm picking I, – I don't see why you would get seven points in a game like this. Um, so I, I'm picking Texas plus seven. Yeah, no, respectable. I hear you. I mean, it's uh, – you know, listen, and it's, and it's both sides of the ball. Like, I know Milrow gets all the attention, you know, obviously, because that was a big question coming into the season. Uh, he, he's obviously going to be a factor. He's getting better. But but let's not forget, you know, Alabama's defense is is nothing to to uh, to sneeze at, if you will, either. I mean, one of the best DB rooms in the in the league, uh, you know, Kool-Aid McKinstry, who is my guy. Uh, an absolute dog stud. out there. Um, absolute stud. I mean, he's, he's first rounder, you know, and, 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 you know, another thing too, going back to the offense a little bit, you know, granted again, and I know, uh, MTSU team, but some of the things that I like to see, uh, you know, in an Alabama offense, just kind of operating is those third down, uh, you know, third down efficiency, 10 for 13 on third down, just extending plays, making it happen, you know, whether it's on the ground or, or Jalen Milrow or, or, or finding the quick pass, like, you know, so so between that, I think our defense is great. Our linebackers are, are absolute studs too. Um, you know, uh, Texas has got a you know Ewers is no joke. I've I've been saying it for a long you know since he's been kind of on the scene. Like you know he, he's he's good. I, I know that. Um, you know, I I think we're gonna have a good game plan. They've got you know they've got film on them. They're gonna be able to prepare for them. It's it's uh, and I think we have a better defense this year than we did last year. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's gonna be a, a tough matchup again. I'm still taking Bama, obviously. But, uh, no, I, I, I hear you, Tuck. I hear you. Yeah, no, I look, I do think Alabama's defense has a chance to be elite this year. Um, I, I think they're going to be really good. But, you know, talking about those D-backs, y'all lost Malachi Moore last week. It, he's apparently day-to-day, but, you know, in my mind. He is practicing that, today. Oh, is he practicing? All uh, right. They're both all clear for the game. They're practicing today. They're both. They're all both right. Going, all right. So well, if that's the case, that there. changes things a yep. little bit. But um, my inside sources uh, uh, told me, yep, he's uh, <laughs> they are they are they are practicing. So we are all good. All Doctor's right. inside source, folks. Name rhymes with uh, <laughs> rhymes with Rick Rabin. His inside source. <laughs> <laughs> You're familiar. <laughs> well, good, good buddy of mine. I, I I will say I am pumped for this game. I'm pumped this happening. I mean, th- this is by far game of the week. Game of the week, a game of the season so far oh, yeah. too. Oh I, yeah, I mean, so oh yeah. LSU FSU was fun, but it was weirdly on Sunday last week, and and that I just think I hate God, this. I, mean, I know it, it. It threw me for a loop. I'm not going. Yeah. Lie. Um, I, I wanted to be there, tuned into it, but I had plans, and so yeah, I. I kind of had to watch it on my phone from afar. And so um, this game, I will be 100% tuned in to on my TV, probably with 30 friends around me, all drinking beer. So I'm pumped about it. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. I cannot wait. And now time for a quick commercial break. This podcast is actually sponsored by the cottage shop, the premier wedding shop in Savannah, Georgia and your one-stop shop for wedding registry, fine china, calligraphy, and custom invitation design. The Cottage Shop, where weddings happen. All right, these next three, we got the we got the big ones out of the way. These next, let's speed run these next three. Middle Tennessee, Missouri. Missouri is going to win by a lot. Yeah, <laughs> not, not too I, much I got to nothing say. there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, the one thing I'll say about Missouri is they actually do have a line in this 20 and a half against MTSU, um, which I'm not oh, taking. Really? Wow. I but wouldn't touch that, I don't think. Considering Alabama just beat the living dog crap out of them, um, it's just kind of funny to see where where they place Missouri below Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm excited to watch Brady Cook and Luther Burden again. I, I'll always tune in for Luther Burden the third. I think he's awesome. 
uh, Grambling LSU. I, there's no way there's a line on this, right? What would the line even there be? There can't be. Yeah. <laughs> there's not. Um, every LSU fan is tuning into that Alabama-Texas game and just yeah. rooting, rooting for yeah. Rooting for a nuke to go off. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> rooting, rooting for chaos. Just rooting for everyone to get injured. Um, I, I guess they're rooting for Texas. I don't know. Maybe we should talk to an LSU fan about who they're rooting for in this game. I know yeah. they hate both of y'all. So. <laughs> that is true. Uh, th- then the next one, McNeese, Florida. I, I don't even know what McNeese is. So give me as bad as Florida is. Give me, give me Florida in that one, right? I think I played McNeese in high school. I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a blowout. That's a blowout. Hopefully their fans feel good about themselves next week. It's it's like the the hangover cocktail, you know? You just hop back on the train and and put it off until later, until they they run into an SEC foe here soon. And speaking of the, you know, kind of the reverse, you know, uh, uh, hangover, you know, Colorado v. Nebraska. I saw that one. And I was like, gosh, you know, that's kind of an interesting one. Colorado jumps up into the ranks, you know. That's yeah. not an SEC, SEC school, but I'm kind of excited to see that one, to be honest with you. I, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of want Dion off my TV screen, um, if I'm being honest, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, they got some real talent, obviously. So that Travis be, is incredible. I, oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's insane. I he's want Dion all over my TV screen, even though he he, he steals. I, I feel like he's at the point where he just steals recruits from Georgia and Alabama. It's, it's wild. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who in the SEC is going to hire Dion? Because that's going to happen soon. Who's it going to? Oh, or yeah. the Big Ten. Please don't be Bama. I, but but probably it's SEC. Happen soon. It's going to be an SEC team for sure. No, Bama wouldn't do it. But Auburn? Florida? I, mean, I, I don't see Auburn – I mean, Florida is Ooh, the closest. But Florida's a good one. I could see Dion at Florida. Yeah. But Dion's a Florida State guy. We can't yeah, but he'll just want, true, true, he just true, wants true, to be true, in true. Florida. And Billy Napier yeah. is like, that That seat, the seat warmers are on. That seat is so hot with Napier. Yeah. Um, I would love to see it, to be honest. I slash hate it. As long as he's not – if he's reachable away What's from Georgia, I'm okay with it. What is it? I, I was looking at it. I've got a, a office pool pick them and that game is in it. And I was sitting there like, Ooh, I don't know who to take. Um, I, but it's within a touchdown. I believe. Is it Colorado versus Nebraska? Yeah. Yeah. Colorado, Nebraska. Give me Colorado. Give me Colorado. Nebraska looked terrible. And Nebraska's offensive coordinators. No, Nebraska, didn't, Nebraska played Minnesota last week, right? Yeah. And lost. Yeah, but Minnesota was favored by like three touchdowns, and Nebraska but, hung in there. Offensively, they look so bad, and they have the worst offensive coordinator in Power Five college football, Marcus Satterfield. Uh, shout out Marcus Satterfield, <laughs> worst offensive coordinator in Power Five. <laughs> yeah, that, fun fact. <laughs> shout out listening. if you're if you're listening, Marcus, worst offensive coordinator in Power Five football. Oh um, man, I don't uh, know. Well, it, it, yeah, I, and I tell you another one, not to not to stay off topic, but I got I got an upset alert here, Bob. If you want to, if you want to plug the siren give it music to us. here, come on in. Uh, give it to if you want to plug, woo, woo, if you want to plug woo, woo, the woo. siren music, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I have <laughs> NC State just giving it to Notre Dame. And Love it. Oh, wow. There's a few Love reasons it. for that. Yeah, mm. you know, I am not. It, Notre Dame just lost their. You know, they lost uh, you know, the coordinator to us. They lost the quarterback to us. Yep. They're kind of shuffling around. I know they're – and they're to me, they're kind of like a Michigan State or a – you know, they're, they're always somehow like just ranked up there. And, and you never really – it never, never really pans out. And then on the flip side of that coin, I feel like NC State just always plays up to their, you know, to, to their opponent. And, and they can show out sometimes. You know, they got a great quarterback – and, uh, you know, from, from the transfer portal there, he was at uh, UVA. Brennan Armstrong um, had some wild stats a couple seasons ago before the offensive coordinator, you know, skipped town. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm calling it now. Uh, you know, I'm hoping this doesn't end up becoming a, a meme on next week's pod, but uh, when they get blown out by 40, but I'm calling it now. I can it see now. it now. I can see it now. <laughs> freezing, freezing cold take of the week. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, uh, I I'm love. A, I'm going to limb. I love Dave Doran, NC State's coach. I think he's a dog. He, he's uh, 
he's in that Clark Lee category of coaches where I'm like, I, that's a coach on a team that's historically not been, you know, super great, but he's just a good coach and he's getting his guys going. I love that. Yeah. got a good culture there. I feel like they're really kind of coming around to foot, you know, being a, a football presence. So they've, they've yeah. got some games to Clemson and, and all those. So, I mean, they, they've had some spotlight on them, you know, so we'll, but anyway, hey. yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's my, that's my loose pick. That is kind of true. You know, now that, now that Clemson's down and out, um, yeah, who's hey, up? NC State has to find someone up, else to, to upset. Yeah, maybe it's Notre Dame this year, but I don't know. I part of me, I, I like Notre Dame this year a little bit. Same, I, I feel like they've just missing that QB piece for for years, and, and having Sam Hartman over there is um gonna really take him to that next level. But you know, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, say that Notre next Dame's level. Seven and a half point favorites. It's seven and a half. So what are you taking? Well, we'll we'll, we'll do it. I, I'm not touching it. I don't. I, I got to do more yeah. research. I'm bowing okay. out too. Right. I'm out. But okay. but doctor, you are you are going to be put down for NC State for sure. Uh, hey, oh, yeah. listen, I'm, I'm NC State plus seven and a half all day long here on this. No, line. I he's in up. NC State money line. They're going to all right. All right. Up. If I yeah. get more What's confidence after the pod comes out, I, I might I might go against you. We'll see. Okay. All right. I like okay. It. That's fair enough. All right, three more games left. I think uh, let me talk about one really quickly. The South Carolina plays Furman. I saw a line come out today. It is Furman or it's South Carolina minus 11. That's Whoa. how bad the odds makers think South Carolina is. Furman 11? is good. Yeah, it's nuts. F- Furman is one of the – they're a top five FCS team. Like they'll be in the FCS national championship hunt, so – they're, they are good. Uh, 11 seems crazy to me. Uh, and all I'm looking out for here, I don't want to talk a ton about this because I'm so fed up with South Carolina. It's not even funny. Can our offensive line block Furman? Yes or no? Right. I, I hope right. and pray the answer is yes. All I'm looking, I'm not looking at anything but our offensive line. If they can block, we'll be fine. If they can't, we might lose to Furman. So that's, there's your hot take of the week, of the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, South Carolina, man. You know what? What a what a tough one to watch last what week. I mean, town. even though even though they weren't favored, you know, you know, you know Dan, you got to you got to. So it's like you, you kind of take it, but like it's to me, they're just so like they're like two faced. You know, it's like oh my you know, One side and one side is we're going to show up against Tennessee and beat them at home and storm the field, and then the other side's like we're losing to Missouri last year and losing to, you know, North Carolina opening week after all the high, I just like, who's going to show up, you know? Cause like you said, you know, you, you got some threats, you got some, you got some, uh, some weaponry out there. It's just a matter of like, like you said, blocking and letting Rattler throw the ball. You know, it's, it's tough to, it's tough sometimes. Doc, you nailed it with the two face. I always, when I think of Shane Beamer, I think of that. If any of you have seen the dark Knight, Harvey Dent becomes two face. And he has that, he has that that famous line where he's like, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. That's starting. That's how I feel about Shane Beamer. Like Shane Beamer's borderline becoming the villain to me. I'm like, this guy. It's just just Harvey, Harvey Beamer is what it is. Oh my gosh. Harvey Beamer. Yeah. We're going to have to make Make a t-shirt. Put it on a t-shirt. Let's put that on a big (laughs) SEC guy. Shane Beamer is two face. I think that's great. I love that. I just think that's been South Carolina's MO for, for two decades now. No, not from 2009 to 2013 with Steve Spurrier. We were elite. Y'all were not elite. <laughs> Three straight 11 win seasons. I could do a whole podcast on that group. Three straight okay, 11 well. win seasons. Finished 3, 7, and 9. Three straight top 10 seasons. Tuck, that's elite. I saw one SEC East championship and all that. That is not elite. Yeah. And we're not bringing well. up 2010, Dan. You said you wouldn't bring it up, so we're not bringing it up. Oh, boy. Okay. We won't, <laughs> oh, boy. Talk, we, won't, we won't talk the best day of my life inclusive of. I'm not okay. going to say it. Well, we won't talk about the one of the best days the of my life. the worst day of my life, but okay. Well, uh, all right. Yeah. Two left. Arizona, Mississippi State, Auburn, California. What are we looking out for there? Uh, talk. Arizona, Mississippi State. I, I don't know what to do with this line. Truthfully, I, I think it's too I, – I would like to take Mississippi State. I, I, I picked them going over early in the season. Mm. Um, I, I trusted their leadership. I, I trusted the fact that they had all these seniors coming back and they trusted their coach and all this Rue Raw stuff. 
Uh, and then they've looked, you know, pretty good, but not, they've looked like Mississippi state so far, um, you know, good, not great. And so I'm curious, I, I wish I could say I knew more about Arizona. I really don't know anything about Arizona. Um, so I, I'm yeah. staying away from this one solely from a, a lack of knowledge standpoint, but, um, you know, ho- hopefully SEC or Mississippi state can just take care of business and, and put Arizona to bed. And, um, yeah. we, yeah, another one for the SEC, on we, 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 right. need a, we need them to get that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they both played similar kind of first game. They kind of blew them out 38, three, 48, seven, um, you know, quarterback for Arizona, you know, from what I'm kind of like you talk, I haven't really, I don't really know too much about them. Uh, but you know, that Jaden Delora guy, you know, looks, you know, decent through for 285 and three tutties. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, of kind of like, to me, it's more of just like, well, the, the Bulldogs are going to show up and, and play SEC football and just run it down their throats and, and just kind of overpower them in that sense. Um, yeah, know, I will but, say, but again, uh, yeah, I, that, that's what I like. Uh, this Mississippi state team uh, with the new offense corner that they, they last week just ran the ball down, down their throats. Um, and then, and so I, if they continue to do that with an Arizona team, I mean, there's no way that they've got the size that Mississippi state does and they should be able to do the same thing against them uh, and, and just run it. And they've moved away from the kind of the shotgun spread type offense. Right. Yep. 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 Yeah. Arizona can, can keep up with them, but we'll see. I don't know. I, I like miss. I like, uh, I like Mississippi state there. I'm going bulldogs just for, for sec. Yeah. This is a borderline stay away from me too. Uh, Mississippi state. I've seen the line at like anywhere from nine to 10. And I, I think mm. Arizona's fine. I think Mississippi state's fine. So I'm, I'm tempted to take Arizona and the points, but I, I think this is probably just a don't touch it game for me. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I didn't, Will Rogers, I think is really, really good and he didn't look great last week. So I want to see a little bit of a bounce back from him. And then uh, we'll see if that Mississippi state defense can stay ferocious. I know Arnett's a big defense guy. So let's see if those Bulldogs have a good defense this year. Agreed. We'll know more Agreed. after this week. Uh, let's finish it off here. The 1030 game. I'll be in bed asleep, so I'm not going to watch this one, but I'll try to watch it Sunday. Uh, Auburn, California in Berkeley, Cal, California Memorial Stadium. What are I we thinking? This, this is a good one. This is a good one. It's the late yeah, one. This is kind the of fun. One. Auburn at Cal all the way across five <laughs> hours, something flight. Um, Auburn, you know, their run D is just terrible. And Cal went for more than 350 last week on the ground. So that's kind of my big takeaway. We'll see. Um, you know, again, uh, I'm taking Cal. Um, I want Auburn to lose at all costs. So that's kind of where I'm coming from here. But we'll see. I think it's just going to be a, a, an Auburn D versus a Cal run game. Yeah, I um, I don't know too much. I, I'm excited to just stay up for a, a West Coast game uh, for once. Uh, so I, I'm excited to watch the game. But I do disagree with you. I, I, I think Auburn looked pretty good last week. I think Hugh Freeze is, is kind of giving Auburn a little bit of hope. Um I think they're probably going to be excited to be a spotlight type game. I mean, they're going to be definitely the primetime game in this time slot. Uh, and, yeah. and so, you know, I, I don't think Peyton Thorne played great last week, but I do think that against this Cal team, they could probably stick to the run and, and still win it and, and probably play some good old fashioned sec ball and just run it down their throat. Kind of like they did last week against UMass. Um, God, well, they're terrible. I, I understand UMass. Uh, there, there's not much to say about UMass <laughs> versus, um, but you know, historically Cal's D hasn't been anything spectacular either. So no. No. I, I'm excited to see it. It is a, it's a low points total at 53 and a half too. Um, but, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you. I'm I'm gonna take Auburn at minus six and a half. I think they win by a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. I like that I too. Touch. It. Give me Auburn in the over. Auburn's gonna play smash mouth SEC football. 
I'm not sure if Cal's going to be able to stop it. You know, Pey- did Peyton Thorne look good week one? No. Did, did Robbie Ashford look good throwing the ball week one? No. But <laughs> did Auburn just play some classic Hugh Freeze smash mouth football? The answer is yes. So I'm excited to see more of that. Uh, I like watching Auburn because it's a lot of running play action and then chucking it down the field deep when they have the opportunity. So that's going to be fun to watch. Give me Auburn covering. Uh, and then, you know, what? give it. me the, uh, yeah, lock it in. Give me the over too. I'm thinking maybe, okay. All right. thinking maybe like a 30, 30 to 24 type game. I like okay. it. Well, doctor, you I brought like it. it. You brought the juice. That's it. Week two review complete. This week, let's go. (laughs) We got football. We've got Texas, Alabama. We're all pumped. Tuck, any final parting words? I'm excited for you, Bama fans. Uh, Honestly, as a Georgia fan, I'm just disappointed in our schedule. I'm kind of disappointed that we don't get to get up for a game until, especially South. I thought we were at least going to have a little fun thing early on with South Carolina, but you sure are not. I, I. (laughs) <laughs> Don't see y'all's offensive or defensive know. lines doing much against Georgia. Um, you want to two face? You want to play? Go- you want to play golf with me that day during? The Absolutely. Game? No, I, I want to <laughs> revel in the joy of that oh, game. Um, but yeah, I mean, shoot, we we don't have much of a game until until late November against Tennessee from the looks Tennessee. of it. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I will be tuned in watching Alabama and, and, and rooting against y'all. So I'm excited for that. (laughs) Love it. All right, guys, we did it. That was great. We did it for this weekend. We'll check back in uh, after some games. Yeah, guys, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me on. This was a blast. Hopefully I can be a a reoccurring guest as the season unfolds. Thanks, doctor. Thank you. Keep Alabama in in the prime light and, and you'll keep coming on, you know? Hey, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll put a word into my, to my, my plug over there who, who will not be named. <laughs> Rick, Rick Raven. Uh, Rick Raven. That's what it was. Alabama I was trying to remember it. I was, I was digging deep to try to remember what you said, but it's old Rick Raven. Yep. There he is. Love it. All right. All right. You too. Until next time. See ya. Until next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of big SEC guys. We are now on Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. Please follow, like, subscribe, and leave a review if you've enjoyed the show. The end.